You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Yeah, that's, there we go, there we go, there we go. All right, y'all ready to get it? All right, let's get it. Uh-huh. Come on, now give it that beat uh. Hey, this is Brother Celebrate 9 up in this house right here for Culture Freedom Radio Network Brought to you by blogtalkradio.com Most definitely, I'm up in this house, I'm up in this house, yes sir With another thought-provoking conversation right here tonight Oh, most definitely, family Check this out right here, great podcast, I got something for you tonight Like I always say, man, I'm trying to come in here and leave a little stain on your brain Give you a little something to think about, most definitely something to give you to think about uh, uh, uh. Take this out right here I want to bring you a little message right here today From the brother Amos Wilson Man, Amos Wilson, yes sir uh, Want a little drop a little something family on you Talking about assimilation versus black nationalism Oh yes sir, I said assimilation versus black nationalism Because I'm checking out, check it out family whether you know or not, know it or not, or you recognize it or not, we got a lot of our people who want to assimilate. They would rather assimilate until into this house that is burning. Oh yeah, Dr. King said he felt that he integrated his people or our people into a house that's burning. So some of y'all, huh? Instead of trying to get up and do something for yourself, you would rather go ahead and assimilate to the society. And you try to teach the rest of the people Man, look at here Don't get up and try to do nothing for yourself Just come on over here on the other side And just, uh, 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 just assimilate Just come on in the house, sisters and brothers Come on in the house and we all can be house Negroes Yeah, so that's what we got right here, man I want to just play this clip tonight Brother Amos Wilson That's what he's going to be dropping it on, man Talking about assimilation versus black nationalism Yes, sir Come on, y'all. Put it around. Give me a round. Step around of applause. Thank you all for always tuning in right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network because we most definitely in this house. So we're going to get it right here with Brother Amos Wilson today. Yeah. Assimilation versus black nationalism. Yes, sir. Here we go. What is going on with Henry Louis Gates? What is going on with Carnell West? Who shall, who says... That black leaders, serious black leaders, must be race transcending. <laughs> you know, hmm. How the hell are you going to be a serious black leader and be race transcending? <laughs> you know, but that's the dilemma of the assimilationists. They want race and not race at the same time. They want to organize black people based on blackness so that they can get rid of blackness. They want to use your black interests, your black feelings, and your black identity to advance their program so they can tell you later that blackness does not matter. That color has nothing to do with it. We are better off when we don't even refer to ourselves as black. We are better off when we amalgamate with the other people to the point of invisibility. If power is based on a collective identity, if power is based on social cooperation, if power is based on shared history and shared values and shared goals, how can you have power 
when you tell people that they cannot identify themselves on any basis whatsoever and that they should become individuals without any identity whatsoever. So consequently, this organization cannot empower black people. As a matter of fact, when we look at this history, we recognize immediately that this organization has not only been wrong-headed, it has actually been destructive to black people. And therefore, the assimilationist, moralist leadership must be destroyed and a new leadership structure built on its ruins. Yes. You don't want to deal with it, then stay with it and die. Yes. This is the deal. There's only one serious leadership structure available for African people. And that's the leadership struggle provided by African nationalism. It's the only way to go. It's no other way around. You must understand, but see, some people have deceived you about nationalism. What nationalism is and what it isn't. Some people have told you that nationalism means race hatred. That it means, you know, one race being superior to another race. It's the same kind of joke that they tried to tell you about uh, Afrocentrism being the mirror image of what? Eurocentrism. It's a joke. It's not true. Understand what nationalism is. Nationalism is an ideology of a thousand faces. While we may have a similar sense of what it is, it involves no one definition that can be agreed on. No two types of nationalism are the same, ladies and gentlemen. And we have to recognize that. Nationalism is very important. Nationalism, allied with the sense of nation, offers unity and mutual support, solidarity and identity, structure and cohesion to people who otherwise may feel atomized, insecure, vulnerable, and bereft of stabilizing norms, values, and affirmative social relations. Through, nation, through nationness and nationalism, the individual transcends his existential aloneness and shares in the much broader virtues and power of the group. His power and that of the group to which he belongs are one. And let us look at nationalism. Nationalism creates focused power which enables the people to achieve ends, which is separate individuals pursuing their own unrelated self-interested ends they could never achieve. The power generated by nationalism is the bane and harbinger of destruction for those who wish to establish or maintain imperial control over other people. What are we saying here then? That some nations may use nationalism as a means of unifying themselves, of creating self-determination, and after doing so, to fill themselves with an ideology of racial superiority and an ideology of manifest destiny, and using their nationalism combined with the sense of manifest destiny and racial superiority, enslave other people and colonize other people. And this is the essence of European nationalism. But the essence of African nationalism is a different type and of a different kind. And we have to understand that clearly someone, before someone confuses us. Black African nationalism is a nationalism of 
liberation, and self-determination, not of conquest and domination. It is premised on the percept that blacks and African people shall not be the subjects of another people, nor should they subject themselves to other people. That black peoples and nations should exercise the full rights to develop and utilize their material, human and spiritual resources, primarily for their own benefit and well-being, and for the benefit and well-being of others as they see fit. That they are not the inferiors of others, and not destined by God or man to exist in the forced servitude of others. And when, and if, and for whatever, and however long they may be the willfully subjected to the domination of others, they are commissioned and they are obligated by their inalienable rights as human beings to freedom to resist such domination and overthrow it as soon as humanly possible. So when we talk about an African nationalism, we are not talking about a nationalism of racial superiority, a nationalism where we intend to conquer and rule and enslave another people. And African nationalism is needed to liberate us from the nationalism of others. Nationalism evokes a sense of cohesion and belonging in a people that permits them to cooperate and to coordinate their activities and to align themselves in order to achieve their national and individual freedom. And therefore, ladies and gentlemen, it is this leadership that must move to the fore because the others have been made, have been weighed and measured and been found wanting. We see the condition of our people as a result of the leadership of these other groups. They have been proved. Black nationalists now must look, though, at themselves and must deal with certain issues. And we'll deal with these at another time. But we must recognize that we have to deal with what we call cultural nationalism, that you just can't have cultural nationalism without a solid program tied to economic development, tied to direct military development. It must be concrete. It is not enough to dress in cleanly cloth. It is not enough to talk bad black talk. It's not enough to just talk about race, pride, and so forth. You must be fully a part of a national organization. While black cultural nationalism has transformed the consciousness of many African people, it has yet to transform the economic, political, and military position of our people. And this is due in great part to the absence of organization and the absence of the black nationalists, as you've pointed out, to develop a black nationalist party in America and a nationalist party that is international in its scope. You cannot do it without organization. It is necessary for this party to establish rival institutions to do exactly what you are saying here. It must make a connection with the people by being directly involved in the solving of the people's problems. It must build demonstration schools to show that African Senate ideology increases intelligence, increases moral behavior and character, increases the capacity of our people to determine their own destiny. 
It must build political institutions that counter the political institutions of the Europeans and overcomes them. It must build economic institutions. It must ultimately build a military system that will confront European power and destroy that power. At the center of a nationalist power, at the center of a nationalist party and organization, must be a conscious effort to achieve real power. We must not be ashamed of it. We, the whole movement of national black parties and national groups must be a movement under the mission of achieving full black power, the equal or the superior of all other powers of other ethnic groups. That's got to be clear. When you design an educational curriculum, it must be designed with nation building in mind. And you must move from nation building into how a curriculum is created. You must move from nation building into how children should be reared. You must move from nation building into how an economic system is developed. But you must have a leadership structure in black nationalism that is imaginative, that is creative, that has high vision, that is not limited and not reactionary not a retreat from confrontation with the world, not an ego-massaging black nationalist leadership. We must spread our intellectual grasp beyond those intellectuals who only expose greater and greater depths of European depravity and racism. We must move our intellectual grasp beyond those intellectuals who only make us feel good through ego-stroking. We must, we must support intellectuals who lay down a solid and workable program that will solve the concrete problems that confront us as an African people. Now let me show you and demonstrate for a second the problem you have when you just concentrate on cultural nationalism alone. When you just teach people history and not strategy and not tactic and not technique when you just teach people with a bunch of unconnected lecturers and so forth, when you just teach people with a bunch of publications that are not a part of a unitary organization and not a part of a national and international movement, when you use people to teach who are not a part of a national party and who are not concerned with building a nation within a nation in America and ultimately constructing a pan-African economic system across the world, you will succeed in getting many black people to say that they are African. You will su succeed in getting many black people to wear kente cloth. You will succeed in getting many black people to travel back and forth to Africa. But you will also succeed in getting Koreans to sell them the kente cloth that they wear around their necks. Yes, and this is what's going on out here. You will also succeed in getting other groups to, to get your airline tickets and to pick up your hotel money as you kiss the ground on the mother continent. All right. there you go. Yes, you can talk about your Negroness like those Baptists did here a couple of weeks ago who had over 30,000 reservations in New York City hotels with not a single black hotel. You can talk about that. 
and then talk about how are we going to deal with black economic problems. And you're down there spending between 40 and 70 million dollars with white folk. Yes. The greatest threat to black people today is church-going black folk and law-abiding Negroes. Yes. If those Negroes had spent half the money in Harlem that they spent downtown, they would have inflated the Harlem economy like Mansa Musa did when he went to Mecca. You understand? Negroes sitting in hotels talking about black problems, building no hotels. $300 billion, $3 billion a year black people spend in terms of traveling. Yes. Not one hotel except the Howard Inn in Washington, D.C., and they have to beg you to have a conference there. Not a convention center anywhere. And now you got the ultimate insult last week when a white-owned company using a name called African Pride because you convince people it's great to be African. And I've seen the package, a beautiful container, red, black, and green, beautiful words, African Pride. If you didn't know this country was owned by whites, you would buy it with pride. And what is this the result of? Cultural nationalists having changed the consciousness of black people and black people buying in terms of that consciousness, but buying it from whom? Other people. And those other people now challenging your own right to use the word Africa and African. So, ladies and gentlemen, I join with Brother Maddox here this evening and other black nationalists in saying we are now ready to take up the gauntlet. And we are now ready to organize and create an organism by which means we can empower African people in America and the world over. I invite you tonight then to join with us. Thank you kindly for your attention. Dr. Amos Wilson, let's give him a big hand. Dr. Amos Wilson. When we start the